TTC riders had a commute in the morning rush that some people described as total chaos. Joining us on the line right now is uh, Brad Ross of the uh, TTC. Welcome to the show, Brad. Hi, thanks, Kelly. What happened today? Oh, I don't know if you have enough time for me. Oh, I got all the time in the world for you. (laughs) There were a number of of, of incidents that occurred that sort of just compounded on one another. Primarily, Kelly, we had a a smoke in uh, Eglinton Station caused by a train uh, that was being moved to the yard because it had gone disabled late last night. Why it was being moved at that time is something we're trying to understand right now. Mm. But that, that train caused, uh, caused smoke to be, uh, to, to, to be, uh, caused smoke in the station at Eglinton. And when that happens, um, that, that is a serious matter. We didn't know what was causing it at the time, so we need to call Toronto Fire. And that was a 16-minute delay until we uh, were able to clear it and understood what was happening. So uh, when that happens, you know, we've got trains backing up behind that train. We've got then an increasing gap in service south of the incident. Um, and so as, as, as service starts to build and people start to, to flow into stations, that, um, that, that, that causes some crowding. While we, when we finally got back to normal after that, at about 8.15, 8.20, uh, southbound at Museum, we had a door problem with one of our trains, which caused uh, about a 10-minute delay, which is significant at that hour. And on top of that, that train then had an emergency alarm activated on it, which caused an additional 11-minute delay. So a 21-minute delay southbound at Museum at that hour uh, at 8.30, the peak of the peak, is uh, one of the, you know, the, the, the most inopportune time to have any kind of a delay. Because what's happening is that St. George... Um, people are coming off of line two to go south. You know, they're going to work. They work in the downtown core. That station becomes increasingly crowded because there is no service to, to alleviate that crowding. And so a decision was made to bypass the station. Fair enough. We have those protocols in place. But what we did was then we, we, uh, we took people to Bloor Young. And it doesn't take very long, and it doesn't, you know, it, it, it doesn't take anybody to really give us too much thought that, to, to, to realize that that station then becomes incredibly crowded because essentially we're taking a train that normally would have gotten off at, at St. George, and now they're getting off at Bloor Young. So guess what happens? Bloor Young becomes incredibly crowded, and the service is not uh, – we're, we're not operating the service uh, to, to the point where we can get people uh, off of those platforms in a timely matter and, and manner, and so they're, uh, they're starting to build. Those crowd, that crowding is starting to build more and more and more, and we're not having the service through because of the problem at, at museum. And so uh, essentially what we had was a bit of a perfect storm. Finally, at around um, around 8:40 or so, uh, it started to. Uh, we were able to uh, clear the the issue at museum. But again, it can take a good half hour for service to get back to normal, uh, and so we had to to get a couple of empty trains uh, in to alleviate the crowding at Bloor Young. What compounded all of that as well, though, as I should I should say, with those empty trains, is that we had a this morning uh, a late clearing work zones. What that means is overnight we have a bunch of work cars that are out in the system. Mm-hmm. At about 5.15, they leave that zone to go back to the yard. But they left too late, and so what we do is we, we, we put those cars, those work cars, in these pocket tracks, these sort of these, these little tracks that are in, you know, between the main line, and they sit there till after the morning rush hour, uh, and then we would run them back to the yard. Well, they sat there and during the morning rush hour, but we didn't have those pocket tracks then available to us to put in empty trains that we could then insert into service quickly uh, to alleviate 
uh, crowding like we had at Bloor Young, for example. Why so, did they leave too late? Was it uh, they were just working uh, on the job too long and the problem took too long to fix? Or was it human error, somebody not watching the clock? No, it wouldn't have been that. It, would, it wouldn't have been uh, not, not watching the clock. It would have been just getting the job done uh, and, and finishing it up uh, in a timely way. And so it wasn't that they, they, we, they didn't bump into revenue service, but they got too close to revenue service that we would have, to, to get those cars into Wilson, uh, would have then conflicted with getting service out of the yard, uh, but it became a bit of a traffic jam. So what we do is uh, is we then we sort of park them, kind of like you know parking them on the shoulder, if you will. Except and on a normal day, that's going to work. On, on a, a day when day everything work, blows on up, a day when you need that those pocket tracks, they weren't available to us. And so, as I say, a bit of a perfect storm. Sure. And you know, I'm looking at Blog To. Someone wrote a, an, a little article for Blog To. They said, well, you know, I'm talking about hours worth of people stranded together on subway platforms and station stairwells, which is a nightmare. Yep. On public transit vehicles mushed together, uh, seething, tweeting about how angry they are that this keeps happening to them. I want to talk about specifically one tweet. And how Chris and I went, what is going on? So the tweet that I'm talking about is the fact that someone tweeted out, uh, Emily Nitz, I'm sure she does, uh, tweeted out, announcement came over the PA saying everyone should feel safe on the TTC. The crowd burst out laughing. That's not the one I wanted to get at. Rob's is. And it says, hey, at TTC Helps. That's the uh, website, uh, the Twitter, Twitter feed that you set up. Customer service. Yep. Yeah. Please tell the drivers of the subway with cars 5482, 5483, just leaving Eglinton Station at 805, that announcements over the speakers blaming City Hall for delays in pack buses is not the solution either. So unnecessary and unhelpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so have you looked into who um, decided to put the blame on TTC over the PA, or on, on the City Hall, hall rather? Absolutely. We have identified that operator and we are taking action. There's not much more I can say other than it is completely inappropriate and, and inexcusable and unacceptable and uh, whatever other word you would like to use, uh, that, that should not have happened. Uh, and that employee's actions are being addressed uh, at the highest level. Has this ever happened before, to your knowledge? From time to time, you know, we'll have employees who will say things and uh, that, that are inappropriate um, uh, out of frustration or whatever the reason may be. And every time my answer is the same, completely unacceptable. That is not how we do things. And uh, this is one individual of 15,000 who work for the TTC, and we're dealing with it. Could the union be behind it? I don't want to speculate on what's behind, you know, that. I think, again, I think this is one individual. I don't believe that there's any concerted effort uh, uh, that would be uh, uh, that would be something that I wouldn't want to speculate on, except to say that, um, well, not except to say, all I will say is that we have identified the individual. We have interviewed the individual. We understand, uh, we don't understand, but we know what the individual's motivations were, and we're deal- dealing with it. Transit activists are uh, hitting a lot of your stations today. Uh, They're calling it a day of action. They're looking for unlimited transfers on the TTC over a two-hour period. I can hear you breathing heavily in the background. I get it. Uh, Low income passes for people who earn less than $23,000 a year and improvements to services to fix overcrowding, like uh, the situation that happened today. And, you know, it's getting more overcrowded. And you guys want to increase ridership. Um, How likely are they to get any of these things? Well, 
the two-hour time-based transfer is something that, in fact, Mayor Tory and uh, our TTC Chair Josh Cole and uh, City Councilor and TTC Commissioner Mary Fragadakis actually put forward and something that staff have always advocated for as well uh, and something that Budget Committee did approve and Council uh, will ultimately come to Council, and that is that uh, starting in August, uh, if approved, uh, you will be able to ride the, the, the system for two hours, hop on and off, basically. So um, you can you know, hop on the 501 Queen car at Parliament, go to Young and, and have a nice lunch and hop back on uh, in that two-hour window and not have to pay an extra fare. That is something that we, that is happening. Okay. Um, so that's, that, that, that is something everybody is agree, agrees on. We are addressing crowding. We are addressing uh, issues of, um, of, you know, a service where, uh, where it is needed most. Um, and and money is being uh, poured into the system to to deal with all of that. So um, we're not going to reduce fares. I think that is something that that TTC riders advocate for. There is a fare freeze in 2018. This year there was no fare increase. Uh, There are a number of things that are happening in the system to improve it. Um, Unfortunately, it requires things like weekend closures. It requires us to install a new signaling system that can't happen overnight, that does require maintenance work. And unfortunately, from time to time, Kelly, we're going to have incidents uh, like this morning's, hopefully not three or four at the same time, but in an operational system like public transit, mechanically things will go wrong. And I think most people understand that, and I think really what, what, what TTC riders and everybody else, including us, want is to ensure that our response to these incidents is swift, that it is uh, something that we learn from, uh, and uh, and that's something we do sincerely apologize for for this morning. It was not good uh, service this morning. There's no two ways about that. Well, Brad, I appreciate you getting on the hot seat in such a, a day that's, you know, uh, I'm sure you had what they call a day. Have yourself a fantastic afternoon. I appreciate that. Thank you, Kelly. Bye-bye. Cheers. There's Brad Ross from the TTC.